You're listening to the Kilcullen Diary Podcasts. Stories in sound from a village grown bigger. Hello and welcome to Summercast, a series of podcasts to bring us through the summer on Kilcullen Diary. I'm Brian Byrne, giving the daily cast and me a rest for a while. Summercast will be on an occasional basis as we come across people, places or happenings which catch our curiosity. And kicking off, we're looking at a project by a Kilcullen scientist to eliminate an invasive plant on the Liffey. Invasive or non-native plants are a concern for farmers, gardeners, builders and ecologists. In many cases they have come in through gardens of the rich in the 19th and early 20th centuries, imported as exotic plants to add a wow factor. But they can replace and overwhelm native species, with annual economic costs that have been estimated at over 200 million euros for the Republic of Ireland. They can also sometimes be terrifying. Japanese knotweed comes to mind and the damage that it can do to structures and homes if it gets into an area. Or giant hogweed, which will burn and blister those who come into contact. Others are less dangerous but can simply get out of control. Rhododendrons, for instance, or Himalayan balsam. American skunk cabbage is something like that last. And on the Liffey, Kilcullen resident and UCD ecology lecturer Dr. Jean Bars has been working on a pilot project to see if it can be controlled. Yesterday, he and his team of two graduate students, Matthew Curtis and Oscar Flynn, were working in a large patch of skunk cabbage by the river in the grounds of the Bridge Camp Hill community. Jean took time out to explain how the project came about. About three years ago, we noticed that um, the skunk cabbage was growing along the Liffey. Um, we decided to do a, tran- a, a survey to see where the, the plant occurred. And so we did a kayak survey down and we were surprised to find it in multiple sites. So typically in Ireland, where we find the American skunk cabbage, you might find 20 plants or 30 plants that have just come out of a garden and spilt over into sort of a wet habitat. But on the Liffey, we found individual populations all the way down for about 14 kilometers along the river so we found them in 82 individual sites and some of those populations were about 5,000 strong so the one in Kilcullen here is around about 5,600 we estimate based on quadrats that we take and we count the individuals there and then we multiply up for the area but so we've many more than what we expected so it's probably the biggest population in in Ireland. So we thought, well, this is a great opportunity to show that we can actually control this plant. So we set about looking at how we should control it because there's not much guidance in terms of how to control it. So we set up trials to work out whether we should manually control it, spray it with chemicals, um, or cut it at the base and see if it doesn't come, come out. So we've done all that in 2019. 2020 we checked whether those trials actually worked and what we found is actually manually remove it as you can imagine that works really well Um, but spraying them with herbicide and the herbicides registered for sort of a wetted area but still you don't want to be using herbicide in such a sensitive habitat but it worked very well 100% control. How much of a problem is skunk cabbage? It is an invasive species 
and anybody who has it has to get, get rid of it. I would say it's probably not as bad as some invasive plants that we have, but having surveyed it now and seen it where it's really growing quite densely, it's a real problem and it's, it's spreading all the way down the river. So we found pockets of it more than 20 kilometers downstream. So from the original site that we think it's come from. And where do you think it actually came from originally on the Liffey? It, it's an American plant, so it comes from sort of Alaska, so uh, west of, of the United States, the top west. And it's just, it's an ornamental plant. So it's come through the garden trade, which a lot of our plants, invasive plants, have come through. People are curious. They want a lovely looking plant in their garden, which is, there's no harm in that. But if it's the wrong plant, then it's, then it's a problem. So, What kind of problems does it cause to the river system? Okay, so American skunk cabbage on its own, single plants, doesn't really affect anything. But I would say if you get a, a monoculture, so a large population that then starts to outcompete our native plants, then we have a problem because it's, it's not allowing our native plants to grow. And then it changes all kinds of things. It changes how the soil structure gets formed, so the organic matter that gets introduced into the soil. It affects all the invertebrates that feed on that organic matter. It then also affects how, how stable the soil is because if it grows, outcompetes everything and then dies back, it leaves bare soil. And when we have a flood, all that soil ends up into the river. That then chokes up all the interstitial spaces in the river, affects the fish, so all the uh, eggs that, that get deposited there by salmonids in the, in the, in the winter then get choked up. So they've got, they've got you know, they, their effect is... You know, it has a knock-on effect throughout the whole system. How is this funded? Um, I'm a lecturer at UCD, um, and we also have an environmental consultancy called Aquins, and we approached National Parks and Wildlife Services, and we've also approached Kildare County Council, who have applied for funding to eradicate invasive species, and we've, we've been funded through that scheme. Given the experience you've had so far over the last year or two, will this be a successful endeavour to actually eradicate it? Yeah, so eradication is very particular. Eradication means removing every single plant, and that's, that's often used very easily. And so very often when we control something, we're controlling it. We're just reducing the numbers, and eradication is maybe not on the cards for some species. But in this case... We've now controlled 48 of the 82 sites and it took us about seven to eight working days with probably two or three people working it in each of those days. And we think it's very possible to remove every single individual. But of course they've released a lot of seeds. The seeds are in the seed bank. The literature seems to suggest that they live for about eight years. So this project is a long-term project. Um, we think we'll get a lot of success in the first year or two and then every two years we can go out and and pick up all the seedlings that that come out of the seed bank so it's probably an eight to ten year project but i think it's probably a really good opportunity to, for us to show that we can actually eradicate something if we have a dedicated plan and we we manage it very carefully you are using the Liffey as your pilot project and as you say it's some of the bigger concentrations of the plants seem to be there how big a problem is it in other waterways in Ireland? So the American skunk cabbage is considered widely spread in Ireland. So it occurs in very small pockets, very localised. 
in a lot of the different places and typically they've come from sort of estate houses where they've had beautiful gardens and they've planted the plant there so we've got small little populations in a lot of places and so now we're trying to widen this project a bit wider you know have a further reach because we think we've had such success already that now we're trying to involve National Parks and Wildlife Services wherever the thing occurs wherever skunk cabbage occurs and then we can target those populations so already we're talking about controlling it in Kalani National Park there's a small population there there's a small population in Waterford that we're we're talking to National Biodiversity Data Centre staff there so we're trying to target all those populations around around Ireland and I think it's quite feasible. Oh, I know it's not the only invasive species that we have in plant life but is what you're doing for this particular project can that be translated into other invasive species? Absolutely I think we have lots of different invasive plants as you say um, some of them are a lot harder to control than others I think it's fair to say but I think if you approach it carefully and you approach it with a scientific method you establish a really good management plan I think you can tackle anything you know there's so many examples in other parts of the world where if you if you have a decent management plan you can tackle anything from trees to tiny little plants to aquatic plants so it is it's very possible but it costs a lot of money it takes a lot of um, effort so it's labor intensive typically um, and we have to have lots of other considerations. Does the actual control impact the system? So we have to be careful that way too. So it's a case of seeing, can it fit into our biodiversity or will it overcome our biodiversity? Absolutely. I think everybody kind of considers alien species, these invasive species, as really problematic. and They typically get a bad rap. Um, some deserve it, <laughs> others don't. I think it's a case of absolutely consider it in the environment that it's in and then carefully think how can you actually better manage that environment. And if it is a case of having to leave it, then you have to do that. Um, but where you can intervene and do it that it doesn't have a significant impact, knock-on effect yourself controlling it, then you can do that. Dr. John Bars and interesting progress in controlling non-native plants. And Jan is very much appreciative of the financial support which he has received through Bridget Lachlan, Heritage Officer with Galair County Council, and Eileen Canney, Divisional Ecologist with the National Parks and Wildlife Service, and that service's Regional Manager, Patrick O'Donnell. Fergal Caffrey of Inland Fisheries Ireland has also been a big help, as has been the cooperation of Hubert Beaumont of Harristown House and Alan Norton of Giltown Stud. Will Earl of Invas Limited and Martina Caplice of UCD are collaborating with the project. And that's it for this episode of Summer Cast. I'm Brian Byrne. This is Kilcullen Diary. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back soon. <laughs>